Hello, this is Katie here with the Worth Living podcast with Keith Anderson, the founder of Worth Living. Hi, Katie. And Kat Davis, one of our wonderful writers with Worth Living. Hello. So today's topic is going to have a trigger warning. We are going to be talking about suicide, potentially uh, self-harm. It is a very delicate topic, so we're also going to be listing some uh, suicide prevention hotlines if you're in need of that. And so that is going to be the discussion. Tread carefully. If you feel the need to stop listening, by all means, please do that. Um, This is all about your safety. And we want this to be a good and productive conversation. But we're also going to be talking about really dark stuff. So just be mindful of that as you're listening in. I guess I'll start off with my experience with um, suicide Uh, for myself. I've had suicidal thoughts probably ever since I was a kid. Um, I never really had a full understanding of what suicide and suicidal thoughts were. However, my OCD was so bad that there was a time as a child where I thought if this OCD, if my compulsions and intrusive thoughts don't go away soon enough, I will probably have to just not exist anymore. That's how open-ended it was for myself. I didn't really think about whether or not it was to kill myself or anything like that. I just thought I can't exist this way. And so my first concrete suicidal thoughts were when I was 16, I was really suffering um, physically as well as mentally. I had really severe stomach pain and I couldn't really eat anything. I was really underweight. Um, My compulsions kept me up at night. So I was always really tired. I didn't have a lot of energy. And I thought about taking pills. I just thought, you know, maybe this would be a really easy, quick way to go out. And I was thinking about it a lot. And it really scared me to be thinking that way. So that's when I kind of called out my mom and I decided before I decide to do something so permanent, I'm going to see if there's another solution because at the time suicide sounded like this great solution to me. And then I decided to do therapy and for myself that went pretty well. However, um, back in 2017, I would say, the suicidal thoughts came back again because I had a intrusive thought that was associated with getting STIs and I thought I got one and I was really, really scared. And I thought if I have this STI, whatever it could be, I don't want to live anymore. There was just this fear of contamination. There's, there's this thought my body is infected and there's nothing I can do about it. And so I thought, you know, I, I, I don't want to live like this. And I told my mother, my, my, my dad that, and they, that was the time that they almost hospitalized me because they were so afraid. They were just thinking, you know, she's not going to be in a safe place if we're just leaving her at home. And ultimately I 
eventually with time got over that through medication for myself. And that was really beneficial. And, you know, for a while I didn't have those thoughts again, but unfortunately 2020, I did develop those thoughts very quickly um, over something that I don't think I'll go over too much in detail just because for myself, I'm not comfortable discussing it quite yet. But um, I thought about, again, I thought about taking pills, trying to make it stop. And I was very, very close to doing it. But I had contacted my psychologist at that time. And she was very insistent, as any good psychologist is, you have to call me. We're Mm going to have a long discussion about this. And so I was very grateful that she had my back and that we could you know, I had someone to talk to about it, someone who didn't want me to follow through with it. And um, so that I was very grateful for that. So for myself, that's kind of my history with suicide, suicidal thoughts. I've had friends and family members who have also experienced suicidal thoughts. Um, I think that in this conversation, what's going to be interesting is that with Keith and Kat, you know, we all have different experiences with suicide. Some of us have lost people to suicide. Some of us have attempted suicide and some people who have had thoughts about suicide. So it goes to show that whoever you speak to, everyone has some sort of experience with it regardless, right? So with that in mind, I'm going to pass uh, the mic to Keith and ask you about what your experiences with suicide are like okay Uh, yes katie thanks okay and thanks for sharing okay such personal you know details okay i mean that's what what we all do okay but it's still you know great to have have, the fact that you 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 know you you share okay so thanks okay my suicide started a lot older okay than you Uh, i was in my late 30s i had had a horrible miserable life which I thought was just my lot in life. I did not see it as depression or anxiety. I didn't did not know that that was the illness that was creeping in, you know, and, and, take, and taking hold. Um, but the suicidal thoughts were, were, were creeping in as well. Okay. And the early start, theories that I purchased a house. Okay. Now one may wonder what, how does that factor in? But the house was on a lake about a kilometer off the road. Okay. You go off the road through some 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 woods okay and you come onto the property that i purchased okay on the lake okay no neighbors on the lake but me okay i bought it to hide from the world okay it didn't work okay um because in my head i still felt you know i was i couldn't be alone i couldn't be away from people i couldn't you know hide away okay um and on that in that house there was a a deck off the second floor level a beautiful property Okay, huge house. Okay, shoreline. Um, um, just you know, just gorgeous. Okay, I did not enjoy it. Okay, the second deck off the off the the, the, the kitchen. Okay, um, I would go out there like through the night when I wasn't sleeping. Insomnia was was pretty rampant. Okay, tears were quite common through the night. Um, this angst, this turmoil, this mental turmoil in my head was was ramping up even more so each each day, each week, each month. And I was sitting on that deck, okay, um, all alone, and really thinking I was all alone, okay, no friends, no no neighbors, no colleagues, no family. I thought we're, everything was fading in in my head, and I was standing there with a rope, 
and I had it all ready to go. Okay. And I would stand there and you use the word, Katie, your solution. Mm. It, that's what it was to me. I didn't want to die. That was not the, the, the purpose. Okay. I needed a solution from this mental turmoil and angst. Okay. That was, that was, that was taking such a hold of me. Okay. That did not understand. And I thought suicide would be the solution. You know, the angst would be gone. Um, in a twisted way, because I would be gone. But nonetheless, that's how my thought process w- w- was was unfolding. And um, for 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 a long time, okay, I would stand there and think of my of my of my mother, my sister, and her family. Okay, and that was the reason I did not do it. Okay, but as it got worse, that reason was starting to fade. Okay, and and not not maintain it. it. It's validity with me. Okay, I mean, I was thinking, you know, the angst was getting greater. I just need you know need that way out. Okay, um, and I also had a canoe. Okay, um, and many day and night I would think to take the canoe in the middle of the lake. Okay, no neighbors. Okay, no one's gonna say I can swim, but you know, not not that well. Okay, and probably panic in the midst of it, and that was sort of a, a plan as well. Okay, but the rope was more definite. I mean, when I w- went into the garage and, and, and got a got a tow rope, okay, made a new noose and got it all set to use. I mean, that's when I was starting to take active steps towards it. That's sort of when it became real. Okay, and what saved me, um, a mental breakdown. Okay, in in, in in the strangest of ways, but also in the best of ways, the fact that my life came undone in in March. Um, um, 2003 um it saved me it took me to a to be confined okay to to bed to 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 my house okay for for months and years to therapy okay not able to work able to do do much of anything else um so you know it's it's strange to say you know a mental breakdown was a good thing but it wasn't for, for me it gave me the chance to rebuild my life Okay, so that's my suicidal story about myself. Okay, I have a more recent one. Okay, I I, I lost a family member. Okay, just before Christmas last year to suicide. Um, and not that we were close, but it had an impact on the family overall. And that's a tough one to to handle as well. Okay, how do you respond and support people? Okay, who you know closer to me we're closer to that person you know than I and that was a and it's still a challenge okay we're still starting you know working our way through it you know um even with our knowledge and, and personal experience about depression and mental health issues and and um you know it's still something to you know when you when when you're part of it and it's you're living through it that's different than simply you know in a textbook, okay, or reading it somewhere, okay, when you experience it. And that's what's so great about the, you know, this podcast, if I can say so myself, okay, with, with the support of, 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 of you, know, you, Katie, and Kat as well. That's what makes this podcast so personal, so important. You know, we share our personal experiences, and that's critical. Okay, so with that, I'll, I'll pass it on to, uh, to, to, to Kat for, for comments. Kat. Okay, um, this is, of course, a hard topic for everyone. Um, 
and I'm still not really sure how to start. Um, I guess to kind of set the stage and I don't say this to limit or like make any other to prove something, but um, so bipolar disorder has one of the highest, if not the highest rates of suicide. Um, It's staggering how many people with bipolar disorder attempt or complete suicide. Um, I had my first suicide attempt when I was 14. Um, I was at boarding school. I felt completely alone. I was tired of the voices in my head screaming at me. I was tired of feeling things too strongly. I felt I was feeling things more strongly than anyone else did. I felt like I was the only one and I didn't have a reason because I wasn't diagnosed with anything. I'd never seen a therapist. No one ever talked to me about mental illness. Um, Having childhood or teenage bipolar disorder is pretty dang uncommon. So um, I don't think anyone expected it at all. I didn't know anything about it, but all I knew was that I felt like I was ready to be done. Um, I really did feel like I was ready to die because I wanted the voices in my head to just shut up. So I, I had been, I had been cutting myself for like a year beforehand, but I knew I wouldn't be able to kill myself by cutting myself. I knew I wouldn't be able to press it as deep. Um, because I I tested it out before, but I did know that people tried to kill themselves by overdosing. So I took handful, handfuls of every pill I had in my room. And I'm very lucky that all I had were ibuprofen and some sleeping medication, maybe some allergy medication. Because um, throughout my life since then, I've been on, put on many medications that could have ended much more poorly than I did but I swallowed all those pills and I laid in my bed and I felt like I was going to die and was okay with it I was just ready and because I took such heavy doses of sleeping medicine I just fell asleep and in the morning I woke up and just went to class didn't talk to anyone about it pretty much forgot about it I don't know if it's trauma that makes me forget how I felt before. I don't know if it's pushing it away. I don't know if it's like genuinely I'm in such a different place. Like I'm in such a manic state when it happens that like, I don't have any memories. I don't know what it is. I'd be very fascinated for someone to find that out one day. Um, But I know that I know that that happened. I'm pretty sure it was my first time. I don't know how many times I've had suicidal thoughts, ideations, and attempts. Um, And that's hard for me. It's hard for me to not know. It's hard for me to not trust my own memories. Um, It's hard for me to not trust myself when I'm in the throes of my mental illness. So this topic is really hard for me because I rack my brain and I try to think. And the only reason I know these anything I could say at all is because I've written them down and I've had therapy and this therapy has drawn them out of me but for so long I just couldn't remember and even now like I can't remember much which is tough um 
And so that was the first time. The most recent time was I was 19, um, four years ago. And it was the same thing. Like I, I was, I remember screaming. I was screaming at the top of my lungs because I wanted the voices in my head to shut up. I wanted the racing thoughts to go away. I wanted the mania to end. I didn't want to feel anymore. I wanted to die. And that time I decided, okay, I can do this with my razor blades. Like this is how I can do it. And luckily my roommates came home and found me in a pool of blood and water in my bathtub. Very 13 reasons why esque. Um, and I'm so lucky that they found me, but that was just, it was another time. Um, and I really, 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 really hope I never do it again. And I'm medicated now and I still wasn't medicated at 19. I still wasn't diagnosed. And I really, really hope it doesn't happen again. And I really, really hope that I have the tool, the tools to get through it if it ever happens again. I really hope my medication works. I really hope that all my all the therapy I did works, but it's still scary. It's terrifying. And I'm very, 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 very thankful that my medication has gotten the voices to be quiet. It's slowed my racing thoughts. It's calmed my moods. It's muted my feelings to an extent. But it's still scary. It's still scary to think that that attempt and the suicidal ideations that followed even after I was rescued from the bathtub they still continue to persist it and put me into two psychiatric facilities. And it's, it's, it's hard to ever feel a hundred percent safe. Mm-hmm. So that's why this is really hard for me because one, it's so hard to not remember. And yeah. two, it really does. Like I'm still scared of it. Yeah. I'm with you there. Okay. Okay. You know, I, I still get chills sometimes when I talk about it, okay? And I still get emotional when I talk about it, usually, okay? Because it's unsettling. It's, it's, it's troubling. It's, 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 yeah, you know, but for that, that second thought on my part, not to do it, I wouldn't be here, okay? And, and uh, um, yeah, I'm grateful. I often say, you know, I, I'm, I'm still here. And that, that, that's mm-hmm. such a huge thing for me to be able to say. Okay, and, and and it is. It's so, so true every day. I'm, I'm still here, you know, because you know another five minutes and I wouldn't have been, you know. Um, right. And, I think and, this is a very hard topic to ha- or, uh, discussion to have, but I mm-hmm. think that the hardest discussions are the most important ones to have because, For unfortunately, sure. even today, suicide is still a very tricky discussion to have. Yep. But it's so so common mm-hmm. there are so many people who have experienced these thoughts that have attempted and yet we are told as a society that because it's an uncomfortable discussion to have we shouldn't have it at all mm-hmm. yeah for sure and that's not to say like it's so incredibly brave that someone like you cat who you know, this is really a struggling conversation to have. It is so incredible that you are talking about it because 
I'm not saying that everyone should have to talk about this if you don't want to, by all means. You know, it is traumatizing. But I think that, nevertheless, it's still so important to have, right? To be able to talk about this and to be able to talk to our loved ones about when we're feeling this way. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, a lot of this helplessness is feeling that we're alone in it. That we have no one around us to be able to quiet the voices in our head saying, you shouldn't be here anymore because you can't deal with this anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I always say that um, if I help even one person, Mm -hmm. then I've done enough. But even if the one person I'm helping is myself, even if by educating my friends and family, they know what to do next time. That's still Absolutely. saving a life. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yep, for sure. You know, and I think that, you know, uh, you're right, Katie. I mean, the, the, the different conversations are the important ones to have for sure. Okay. And if we're able to do this do, with this podcast, okay, with, with our respective families and friends and such, okay, um, and, and to share that, you know, for me, the turmoil built up because I did not share. Yeah, I did not talk about my my depression. I didn't know what it was, but I didn't talk about this horrible life I was living in. Okay. Well, and and the sleeping and, and 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 emotional and all this ongoing stuff in my head. Okay. Whereas now I share that stuff. Okay. Um, I talk about it, and and for me, you know, I agree. Kat, if, if we help ourselves here, that's good too. Okay. And I benefit with each podcast. I learn something from the two of you. Okay, we 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 catch up. Okay, we we, sh- we share when we do the podcast, and it's important for me to, to to benefit here as well. Okay, we all take away something, and mm-hmm. if, if the three of us can, you know, it, with our own respective lives, super. Okay, and if anybody's listening and it is a benefit, super as well. Okay, and in in anybody out there, please reach out. Friends, think, family, colleagues, okay, assistant programs, whatever, okay. You know, that's it's so important. And I know what's like not to reach out. So that's that's where I come from. Yeah. I think an important takeaway from this conversation is that if you're suicidal, it may feel like a solution, but it's not the solution. Yep. Yeah. There it's are not others. the solution. Yeah. We've yeah. we've all done so many. Good. Like I've done so many things with my life since I was 19. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, if I could take my 19 year old self and tell her where that I was going to be here, one, she wouldn't believe it, but two, it would give her so much strength. But mm. I mean, you can't do that. You can't, you don't get that chance. Your yeah. future self doesn't get to tell you all the reasons to live. You have to find yeah. it in that moment. And it's hard. It's so hard. And sure. we're so lucky to be on the other side to an extent. Yeah. Um, but just it's it's so, 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 so hard. Yeah. And anyone who gets through it has immeasurable strength and resilience. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, the three of us, we're all still here. Yeah. All still here. Okay. And I celebrate that. Okay. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and I recognize and appreciate and, and celebrate the fact that I am still here. Okay. And you, Kat and Katie, the same. Okay. And, you know, I celebrate the fact that we come together and, and do this podcast. 
Okay. Yeah. It's important. Okay. So, yeah. I want to thank everyone who listened to this because it is a very difficult conversation to listen to to begin with. And I really hope that you are able to gauge something from this. If not, maybe being able to relate in some way or being able to take away a key message. I hope that this helps in whatever way that it can. So I want to thank you guys for sharing your experiences and I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Definitely. Thanks, Katie. See you next week. All right. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye.